You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We survived Michael Irvin. He comes in, and he is full of energy. He's great. Great guest. Barry Sanders is going to join us coming up a little bit. Uh, Rich Eisen, loved uh, seeing Rich. Uh, known Rich for 25 years, I think. Chris Collinsworth stopped by. I was covering the Bengals when Chris was a rookie with the Bengals. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost in Detroit to Joe Montana. They lost in Miami to Joe Montana. And here the Bengals are, and Chris is broadcasting the game for NBC and Peacock. By the way, we have gift bags. Uh, The in-studio guests all receive gift bags provided by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show, Link Soul Apparel. Seaton's got on his uh, Link Soul, a lifestyle brand for any occasion. Also, M-Drive, our good friends at M-Drive. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. couple of phone calls coming up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Here is uh, Tom Brady on his podcast with Jim Gray last night being asked about retirement. Muhammad Ali came back. Mike Tyson came back. So inevitably, some quarterback's going to get hurt or not perform at the level, and it's going to start in July in training camp. It's going to go again in September and probably again in October and November. Uh, How are you going to entertain those thoughts, and would you ever consider that? You know, I'm just going to take things as they come. You know, I think that's the best way to put it. And I don't think anything never, you know, you never say never. And, you know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decisions. That's not a no. And it felt like we were inching closer to, no, I'm not coming back to, well, I don't know. Never say never. Michael Irvin just joined us and he said, you know, Tom's been home for six days and he's already saying, well, never say never. When I left ESPN, and I thought, okay, I'm going to restart this show. I'm coming home. And I got home, and then everybody left. Like, they had school and jobs, and I was just by myself with the dog. And I had another show planned, but I couldn't do it, and I had to wait six months for a what's called a non-compete. I couldn't do something. And I'm going, I made the biggest mistake of my life, and I never should have left ESPN. Because I'm there on the front porch with our dog, and no one's at home. And I'm going, this is only day two of me (laughs) announcing that I'm leaving ESPN. I can't imagine, you know, that euphoria, that feedback you get, that Tom gets from playing. Mine was just going on SportsCenter at night. Here's Tom playing at a high level, maybe could have been the MVP, and he's going to walk away. And I understand it from the family aspect, but Tom's going to get home and your family is already like they have their own rhythm of things, their own schedule. Like, hey, I got school, Dad. Hey, we got a sleepover. Hey, we got uh, hockey practice here. Uh, Dad, can you give me a ride? I mean, that's you become a shuttle service there. And Tom's probably going to go, wait, I, I gave this up. Uh, uh, never say never. Yeah, Paul. I saw some people talking on TV the other day and they were comparing it to Peyton Manning when he retired. I don't think I think it's completely apples and oranges. Manning was, I think Manning was very happy to get out with that Super Bowl. His his health was declining. His skills were declining. Brady's not in that category at all. But Peyton Manning, before he became a media mogul as he is now, he basically had a home year. He yeah, did, he did nothing. Remember, we speculated a lot on the show. What's he doing? Is he is he gonna take a media job, money, football, ownership, GM? And that first year was basically nothing. Does anybody think Tom Brady plays again? Any of the Danettes, Paulie? 
No, I, I think Gronk does. I don't think Brady does. Yeah, I don't know if I see Gronk playing for another team. I, I mean, he's he's been through a lot. I think he played because Tom played. But I don't know if Gronk plays anymore. And, and it feels like he has other options to do. I still think you do a Brady-Gronk Manning cast if, if you're Amazon. Have fun with it. Uh, but I, I don't see Gronk playing again. All right, poll question. We gonna uh, we got a new poll question. We still have the same one. Okay, put up the other one. But for okay. now, we have Kyler Murray wants his new deal now. Seventy five percent wants out of Arizona. Twenty five percent. Do you have Rob Gronkowski's career salary? Always do. Uh, okay. How about we uh, dive into that now? Remember, Gronkowski said that when he started, his dad told him just spend your endorsement yes. money, your marketing yeah. money, save yeah. all your salaries. Okay. Let me see here. Here we go. All together now. Salary, 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 salary. I don't even care about Gronk's career salary. I just love hearing the music. Join the club. Salary. <laughs> okay. Paul, the uh, salary of Rob Gronkowski career. As a rookie, he made three hundred twenty grand. His biggest single-year paycheck was $9 million. Gronkowski's never gotten monster money at any point in his career. He's never gotten a monster signing bonus. He is, uh, last year he made $1.7 million salary, a signing bonus of $6 million for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Career salary for Robert Gronkowski on the field. All right, Todd, go. Fifty-seven million. All right, solid guess. All right, Seton O'Connor, sixty-seven. Better guess. All right, I was going to do sixty-two-seven. A little higher, a lot higher. Oh, 71 71.5. $71 million dollars for Rob Gronkowski. Mm, okay. In, right. Endorsement money, we're looking at probably thirty million so far. That's an estimate. I can still hear Michael Irvin in the hallway. He hasn't left the building. I think he was visiting with Barry Sanders. Uh, career salary, salary, brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the DP Show, for instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now, Panini America. There was also, I don't want to say it was controversial, but people did pick up on this story. Ryan Clark, former defensive back, now an analyst at the Mothership, was uh, on Get Up on ESPN, and he was sort of assessing all the different quarterbacks, but he had this to say about Russell Wilson and got some headlines. Russell Wilson is a very good football player. Russell Wilson is a really good quarterback. Russell Wilson's not a great quarterback. Russell Wilson is not an all-time great quarterback. He's never going to be in those conversations. And so we have to stop putting him in those in, in that world, in that world that any team that has Russell Wilson can win a Super Bowl. All right. Uh, what was the music there? Was the a band started playing there? Um, I mean, it's fair. It's a fair comment. Is Russell Wilson one of the all-time greats? No. Is he one of the all-time very goods? Is he a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. But, you know, by comparison with Aaron Rodgers, you're going to take Aaron Rodgers over Russell Wilson. People will take Patrick Mahomes already over Russell Wilson. But keep in mind, Russ is, I think, 33 and probably has five more good years playing. Maybe gets on a team. Uh, maybe they make another Super Bowl run. But, you know, the fact that they didn't make the playoffs, I mean, I don't put that on Russ. 
uh, I just it feels more systemic there. With it just feels like there are a few people that uh, need a new start, and Russ feels like he's he's one of those players needing a new start. We'll get some phone calls here, and uh, then we'll take a break. Barry Sanders will join us. John in Milwaukee's been on hold for a while. John, thanks for your patience. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, uh, first-time caller, eternal listener. But uh, I uh, actually had to listen to the show as a podcast, so uh, after hearing your fascination with speed skater Seaman Pavlichenko, I actually came up with a sponsorship possibility for your sales team. Okay. And uh, I'm thinking all of your semen updates can be uh, sponsored by Love Sack. So very excited about that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, John. Put it together. Yeah, a little sponsorship idea, bringing it all together here. Seton, do you have an update on our favorite luger? Um, I have an update on some names that oh, are oh. available that uh, semen... Pavlichenko? Pavlichenko's not alone anymore. Oh, we got, we got competition? We do, we do. We got a tweet saying uh, from Joel saying, figure skating has entered the chat. <laughs> and there's another Russian named Y. Simonenko. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure, maybe like Yulia. I'm not really sure what the Y is for, but Simonenko. Simon is like Smith in Russia. <laughs> yeah, a lot of... A Everyone's lot of got Simon. that in their name. Simonenko. Dan in South Carolina joining us. Hi, Dan. Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Um, I was hoping you could answer a question for me that I've not been able to find an answer to. Um, oh, okay. The Rams The Rams are listed as the away team in the Super Bowl. Uh, do you know if they're going to have to be in the visiting locker room in their own stadium for the Super Bowl? No, I think it's just the uniforms. I think that that's all it is. Um, at least that's what I'm told, being the visitors. Because they just, you know, whatever the Super Bowl is, so next year it'll be the opposite. It'll be the AFC will be the road team. I mean, it's semantics here, kind of silly, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if the Rams are going to stay at a hotel like they're on a road trip here and act like you're the road team here. Yeah, yes. Yeah, is that where you put them in the visiting locker room? Like, Nobody respects us. <laughs> That's what they use as their motivation. Yeah. The Nobody ba- respects us. The Bengals get to go in there. Somebody's going to Aaron Donald's locker. You know, like, this is our house. Yeah, Joe Burrow. This is our house now. Joe Burrow's in Matthew Stafford's locker. <laughs> Got his wife and kids pictures in there. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Aaron Donald's yelling. This is usually our house. This is usually our house. Jeff in Detroit <laughs> joins us. Hi, Jeff. What up, though? One time for Chat Row, man. I'm so happy that you guys are back doing the Super Bowl. It's been a while since you've been doing it. Although, I wouldn't mind being back in Milford, man. It sounds like them boys back there having a party on the grill, (laughs) (laughs) on the phone and everything. Listen, do me a favor, please. Tell Barry Sanders thank you for being the outstanding one of the best athletes that Detroit has ever seen. Outside of Isaiah Thomas, the man's name is still running through the city like he did back in the 90s, man. So All right, thank you, Jeff. Thanks. Also, most memorable Super Bowl moment as a talent or a fan from Dan Patrick. Your most your, your, the one thing, the one moment that you will always remember. As a, you know. Well, I, I would say being right by the goalpost when Malcolm Butler makes the interception and then going out and handing the Super Bowl trophy to the Patriots. That that one would stand out the most. Paulie wanted a final hour poll question. Who would you want to go out on the town with? Michael Irvin in the early 90s when he was with the Cowboys. <laughs> the one seed, by the way. Johnny Manziel when he was in college. Or Motley Crue in the 1980s 
<laughs> in Los Angeles. I'll throw a Led Zeppelin in there, too, just oh, to get my. another decade in. Yeah, in the 70s. Those, it's the time frame you got to look at. Degree of difficulty of survival. I, I guess I would start. Zeppelin might be tough to survive in Motley Crue. I'm going to survive Johnny Manziel. Michael Irvin, you know, it could be a game-time decision. Yeah, Paul. Motley Crue, I mean, Mick Mars, he did get brought he back did. from the dead, he, right? He which, did die. Which he is did. what you Mickey have to Six have. has died. Yeah. yeah. Been brought yeah but, back. but John Bonham did die. When, when, the, when you go out to a party with Motley Crue, you bring booze and a crash cart. I mean, those are the two things you need. <laughs> uh, Terry in Rochester. Hi, Terry. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How are you doing today? Good, sir. Good, sir. Okay, I was going to say, uh, I know LeBron did it first, but uh, if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, who's bigger in Ohio? That's a poll question I got. Ooh, okay. All right, thanks. Um, LeBron's been gone for a while. LeBron did go back to Cleveland to bring them a championship. Um, well, let's put it this way. It's Joe Ohio, Joe Ohio right now. Um, the fact that he's from sort of the Cleveland area, Ohio University area. Um, I would say Joe Burrow, given the fact of where he's from in Ohio and to win a Super Bowl with Cincinnati, uh, you know, Cleveland was big with LeBron, but they weren't underdogs. I think people looked at Cleveland with Kyrie and Kevin Love. Cincinnati's an underdog here. Yes, Eden. Well, that, that Von Miller soundbite that we played earlier, I thought was really interesting because he was saying, he's like, no, nah, this is the Joe Burrow show. No, oh, this is the Joe Burrow show. And so almost like that's what they're using now as their motivation, that this is about, this Super Bowl is about Joe Burrow. It's not about us. He's Here, the one everyone's focused on. Here's Von Miller talking about Joe Burrow. You know, it's the Joe Burrow show. Don't don't forget it now. This this yeah. this guy is the real deal. Um, I don't like making comparisons to, you know, anybody else. Joe Burrow is his own guy, but you definitely see shades of uh, of Tom Brady in this guy, man. You know, the moment is not too big for him. You know, they have a they have a crazy team, man, and we definitely don't want to fall into the trap of uh, you know, what they've done in the past. They're gonna come ready to play and um we're gonna be ready to play as well. Okay, do you think he's being sincere? Or do you think that that's sort of their, oh, yeah, it's all about Joe Burrow? I think a little bit of that. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't feel as sincere. I think he would like to have that one back and rehearse it again. Just to say, well, you know what? Joe Burrow seems like he's the real deal. I mean, look, you, you don't take him lightly. They, they beat Kansas City. They beat Tennessee. I mean, he got sacked nine times against the Raiders. I mean, Joe Burrow, he's the real deal. I could see uh, a little bit of Tom Brady yeah, in not there. Not saying, just saying, yeah. a little Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Paul. Dan, how does it work in Ohio with the NFL teams? Is it split 50-50 with fan interest? Is it uh, regional, or is it like 70-30 Browns fans? If, if you had to gauge it, because it, is it split at all physically? I don't know how it is now because of the Bengals' success this year, but it felt like Bengals Southwest Ohio, and then well, Cleveland's been around for such a long time, so that was passed down through generations. They weren't necessarily passing down the Bengals through generations uh, above Columbus. It feels like that you were a Cleveland Browns fan, and you go back to the '60s when they were winning championships. Prior to the Super Bowl, they were the Green Bay Packers. They were the great team there. Uh, Jim Brown retires, and then Green Bay takes over and wins the first couple of Super Bowls, but. Passing down that team, even through all of this with Cleveland. I mean, it's that's that's a great fan base. Great fan base. Yeah, Paul. Is Ohio State football still bigger than the Cleveland Browns, or is it close? 
I'd say the Buckeyes throughout the state. Yeah. That that do now Cincinnati football, the university now is kind of burst onto the scene. Uh, and and so you know you're probably getting a little bit of a pull there from that team. But Ohio State, it felt like you know even growing up, you know you rooted for Ohio State or Notre Dame in 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 the state. Uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Then we'll take a break and then uh, we'll bring in Barry Sanders. Ryan, how are you? Hello. Oh, Dan. I took Hi, a flight to L.A. for Super Week, so I'm here in L.A. Where Where are you right now? Well, last night I got up to no good in Inglewood, so I am uh, had a great flight. I got near the stadium, my hotel, and so far, so good. <laughs> do you Do you want to come in studio at some point? Well, uh, well, and, Dan, and, if you're if you're offering, who wouldn't well, want to come into the studio? Well, we're discussing. Maybe we have Ryan come in, and we have a competition, almost like a rap battle with you and Fritzy. Who wouldn't want to have a rap battle with Fritzy? <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> All right. Um, what's what about, the contest? Um, okay, go. What's the what's the uh, competition? How about how about you guys create Monday's headlines? So Monday's oh. headlines today. How about Friday? How about Friday morning? Are you able to come in and play nice with Todd? If I survive my nights in Inglewood, um, I will definitely come in Friday. Okay, this is an official invitation. Okay. Wow. All right. Let's go, DP Show family. Okay. Um, what about what about the love sack couch there, Dan? Looks great. Yep. I can put you on the love sack couch. All right. Let's put a couple side by side. Now you've got sectional row seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat it, Todd. Okay. Well done. Wow. Well done, Todd. Eat it, Todd. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put you and uh, Todd on the sectional, and it'll be this will be our version of Eight Mile. This will be the rap rap battle that people didn't want to hear, uh, but that'll be on Friday. All right, Ryan. Thank you. That's I don't know good. if Todd L- knows what. L.A. Dan. All right, thank you, man. Uh, Todd looks a little. Are you ready for this? Yeah, dude? you look a little. I think so. Rap mock headline uh, rap know. battle. I don't know. You don't. It okay. Let's say somebody said to Joe Burrow, hey, you uh, you up for this Super Bowl 56? Let's, let's bring it on. We should do it like today and tomorrow and Thursday. Friday. But if I don't, I don't know. Are you sure? I am sure. Because if Joe Burrow goes, yeah, I think so. I will say he's here. <laughs> I will say that my competition's here on vacation, just kind of wandering around and has the next four days with no other responsibilities other than to come up with. Oh, him. my God. What I are you doing? That. What are I'm you doing saying. all day? I'm just saying that. Okay, I got to take a this break. This is actually a work thing. There's other responsibilities. Oh, That's all, I'm gonna all say. of a sudden, somebody's there's limericks. There's yeah. Yes, there's you, uh, crap. You're so scared right now. I'm just, I'm just Bill, saying what I'm saying, and you guys all know it. Todd Built Lord. in excuses. Aaron Donald's coming in, Todd. Kick back by the pool. Write a few headlights today. I, few tomorrow. I looked at the guest list, dude. Don't even try that. What does that mean? We're good. I told you we would be good. <laughs> there's always room for a few more spots. All right, let's take a break. Barry Sanders is going to join us coming up. And uh, we'll be back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Ah, ButcherBox. You know what? We're getting ButcherBox delivered here. Seriously? Yes, because we're going to – 
I want to have a barbecue. Uh, Chad from Traeger's coming in, and I said, I'm going to get uh, some meat. I'm going to get some butcher box delivered. And I said, in particular, I want the wings, so we're going to put them on the Traeger. I think that's Thursday and Friday that we're, uh, we're going to fire that up. You can order. The, I love what ButcherBox does because every month you get a uh, curated selection of high-quality meats, and they go right to your home. And uh, there's uh, free shipping, continental United States. So each box has between 8 and 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose, enough for 24 individual meals. You can customize your own box or go with one of those. Either way, you get what you want. And it's your chance to uh, get ground beef again for life. ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life, plus $10 off coupon. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash Patrick. That's ButcherBox.com slash Patrick to claim this deal. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I like that you could pass Barry Sanders on the street and you wouldn't think that's one of the greatest running backs ever. Like you just go, oh, hey, what a that seems like a nice gentleman there. He could be like Barry in engineering here. Yeah, he'd just be roaming the back room here, and you say, hey, Barry, um, uh, where do I hook in this uh, cable? <laughs> like, oh, here, let me show you. Yeah, Paul. And every time we have Barry on, we show a video package, and the football players who get shown year after year after year. Poor guy. Yep. That poor guy, number 48 with the Patriots, who got spun around every year. We always show him. And Barry didn't even have any idea who the guy was. The uh, Hall of Famer, Barry Sanders, joining us on behalf of Rocket Mortgage, Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes. Barry uh, Sanders joining us on the program. Mild-mannered Barry Sanders. Look at that. It just Barry in engineering joining us on the program here. You ever get confused? Me, man. Really? Very an engineer. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. It's good to see you, though, man. Good to see you. Do you ever get confused for anybody? Do they think you're somebody else on the streets? Um. Yeah, I've, I've been called a lot of different folks. Like who? You know, like, oh, you're you're that boxer guy or something like that. A boxer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or you know, I've been called Dion Sanders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better athlete, you or Dion? Oh, I mean. If if we're being honest here, um, I mean he did he did play like two professional sports. Okay, <laughs> so but you could have played college basketball. I, well, well, again, he played two professional sports. Okay, <laughs> okay. I appreciate that, man. Better, I th- thank you, man. Thank better, you. better football player. Between me and Dion, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm. I got Dion on tomorrow, so whatever you say, you I'm, do. Wow. Yeah. Okay, man. I. I uh, that's that's a tough call, man. Let me let me call you back later. On <laughs> no, that one. come uh, on. I never even hey Dion man he he has like several rings how many rings does he have? Well, he got a few. Yeah, he has, he has yeah but he rings. you stayed with one team. That's why you didn't get any rings. He kept bouncing around. You hey, were I did, loyal. I didn't get it done, man. I didn't get it done. You know that's all there is to it. I mean, you know, I I got to give it to the guy with the rings. You know, I'm 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 never going to say I'm better than Dion. He was he was such a phenomenal. Um, you know, I know you know. I mean. Obviously, he'll he'll tell you how great he is. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about but no. Bo Jackson? <clears throat> between what? Dion and Bo. Between the oh wow, man, that's 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 a tough call. That's as far as better athlete. Yeah. Oh wow. I would probably say if I had to pick one, 
Um, because there's just two choices, right? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> both. Both. Yeah. yeah, both. Absolutely both. Would you, I'm sorry, Dion. <laughs> would you rather be your size or Bo's size at running back? Well, growing up, I would have said absolutely Bo Jackson size. Yeah. Yes. Give me that all, all day. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. But, but, you know, you would sometimes be able to squat down or be behind the line, and then you would they, they couldn't see you. Bo, you saw Bo. Yeah, I think, you know, it's nice to be able to, like, in Bo's case, run over a guy or run around him, just take your pick. Just depends on how you feel that day. I mean, <laughs> did, did you, but you didn't, didn't try to run over guys, did you? Um, no, I tried to avoid that part of it. Yeah, I tried to avoid that part of it. Unless I knew it was a small guy. Unless I knew it was a small guy. I was also wondering, so you see Stafford, he gave everything to the Lions, but then they, he was like, hey, can you help me get out? Like, did you ever broach the Lions and say, you know what, maybe, maybe I just, can, you, can I go to another team? And I didn't. No, never no, thought didn't. of that back then. Not really, no, not really. I, I just pretty much uh, hung up the cleats, um, went on about my, my business. But, no, I never, I never had that sort of a conversation. And Michael Irvin was talking about Tom Brady when you announced your retirement. And he thinks that Tom is probably having second thoughts about, like, you go home, and then you're like, now what do I do? What was it like when you, your, that first month when you retired? Well, I mean, it was it was a challenge just because there was a lot of um, just media attention. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I realized that, uh, yeah, I mean, those are those are kind of difficult days. Just trying to understand, OK, you know, I, I just retired. Did you get um, depressed? I normally I normally no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't I think I was ready to leave at that time. I think I was really ready, um, but it certainly was an adjustment. I mean. You know, because you realize that okay, now normally now I'm in training camp. Um, so, which actually, if I was depressed, you you get over your depression real fast when you get to you you miss you missing training camp. So. Does Emmett Smith ever thank you for not taking his record? <laughs> Does he ever just say, "Barry, thank you for not playing longer because you'd be the all-time leader"? I mean, he he hadn't said it in those words exactly, <laughs> but he should. I don't know. Hey, look, Come I, I love, I love, hey, Emmett, um, he's a good friend. You know, I see him all the time. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, we I see him at card shows and stuff like that, and they're, they're like all these people that know him, not from football, but like from Dancing with the Stars. You know? <laughs> did he's you definitely ever, a better dancer. He's did best, you ever think dancer. about being on Dancing with the Stars? I never did, no. Did you? I, that's something I, yeah. Did I they did. ask? Yes, they did. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have any rhythm, do you? I mean, it's, it's got to be in there somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because you told me you never celebrated in the end zone because you you didn't have the rhythm to celebrate. Were you yeah, just something joking? like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but would your dad have been mad at you if you did all of those, you know, dances and think Michael Irvin stuff and after you scoring a touchdown? Oh, yeah, he would have definitely had something to say about that. Yeah, he would definitely have something to say about the different things like that. But it, also, it was just my, you know, my personality. You know, that's that's how I played the game. Um, I never really even thought about it, doing something. Um, you know, and as a running back growing up, 
um, what what more is there to do but score a touchdown? You know, it's you know, um, so so yeah, I, I never thought about okay, yeah, what what else am I going to do in addition to doing that? Um, you know, so <laughs> I don't know. You're right. I mean, you did what you're. Should you be drawing attention? I'm paying you to score touchdowns. And then you score a touchdown, and then you want somebody to notice that you score a touchdown, right? <laughs> what am I paying you for? Well, I always thought the job was done. But, hey, it, but you know, teach his own. Um, that's how I played the game. Um, you know, but I probably probably also, you can add in there, I just didn't have any rhythm as well. So, <laughs> uh, Would you rather be a running back for the Bengals or the Rams? Would you rather be Joe Mixon or Cam Akers? Mm, I, I, w- I would think, I mean, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would... Probably say Bengals. I think I think Joe Mixon's probably going to get, you know, he's probably going to see more action. Even though Cam Akers has has um, done a great job and they they use him, you know, um, but but you you would think that Joe Mixon's going to get uh, the most action of any running back um, in in this game. And plus, great, out of the backfield too, catching passes. Yeah, and he's he's had Joe. He's been a good pro running back for a lot of years, um, you know. So, but yeah, I, I would say Joe. Uh, he's Barry Sanders, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, uh, with us usually every Super Bowl. Talk about Rocket Mortgage Super uh, Bowl squares here. You want to give the uh, pitch there? Absolutely, yeah. My, my friends at Rocket Mortgage, are, they're just giving away more cash again this year uh, with uh, Super Bowl squares. Um, so, um, you know, the way it works is every score change, someone wins $50,000. They're going to have two grand prizes that they give away at halftime and at the end of the game of, of $500,000. Oh. Um, so, Go to rocketmortgagesquares.com to learn more about it. The entry window closes this Friday at uh, this Friday midnight. Uh, we're done. Um, and, again, it's free to play. So, um, you know, a lot of great reasons to play. You can maybe maybe win some cash. And mo- most of our favorite team probably not playing in the big game. Yeah. But, you know, a, a great way to be interested in the game and, and uh, maybe walk away with some cash. Who are you rooting for? I'm kind of leaning toward um, Stafford and the Rams. I mean, I, I, you know, I love just I, I, feel, I feel like Matt probably has as much to, to prove as anybody um, in this game. But the, Obviously but the, the Bengals, Lions don't get a partial win. <clears throat> we don't. We yeah. don't get one. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you should have a Super Bowl parade in Detroit if Matthew Stafford wins. He might not show up, but you can just take a little bit of credit there. I think I think there's certainly some Lions fans that are absolutely taking some credit. Right. Um, I, I know for me, it's just I love seeing a great player just put in a great situation to be successful um, and to see everything just fall in place around him. Um, to me, that's it's beautiful to see that, you know, because I can't I can't even list the number of times people come up to me and say, well, you know, if, if, in, when, when Matt was in Detroit, is he the answer? You know, can he win the big game? I, I, so I think he answered a lot of those questions this year. Uh, the Danettes, uh, I sometimes allow them to ask questions. So, uh, Paulie, I'll, I'll start with you. All right, two-part question. What, when you're playing, was there, what was the team where you go, oh, this is going to be a fun week? This will be a great week for you personally rushing. And do you ever hear anything during a game when you torch somebody, twist them around, where you could actually hear them say something like they knew they are burned? <laughs> well, the, the first part, um, the first part, uh, you know, What's that? The team that you knew oh, you were going to get a hundred. I think there. Oh, okay. Because because I saw it as as sort of a different question initially. Because obviously there's a great lot of great teams and defenses. This is the opposite. Um, you know, right. Where you just well, went. I think I think probably early on maybe just I love going to Tampa Bay. 
um, <laughs> out of, uh, you know, leaving Detroit in December or whatever it is, going down um, to play uh, there. And they weren't, they weren't the, the best in like, you know, mid nineties, uh, early nineties. So, so I had, had a lot of really good games against them. Did you ever then, hurt anybody's feelings on the field where you, you actually, <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. Absolutely. I try my best to, I know, but I it's, mean, it's really not in your personality, but you did embarrass a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, okay. but no, Hey, look, when you're, when you're, you know, when you're a big target out there, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive, man. You know, so you know how it is. Oh yeah, I do. I, I still, <laughs> I still love that story that, uh, Barry Switzer tells about when Thurman Thomas was at Oklahoma state and Barry said to his team, whatever you do, don't hurt Thurman Thomas because Barry Sanders, his backup, is better than him. Did you hear that story? I love no. I, I always love hearing that, and I, and those are some just great times for me because I, I love being at Oklahoma State, and just each year I got a little better, um, you know, and and I love being Thurman Thomas's backup. I mean, uh, you know, I um I went in there and there were a ton of running backs from Texas and Oklahoma. You know, and growing up in Kansas, like, okay, those are the places where football players, you know, where they grow them, um, you know. So, so, but each year, you know, I got a little faster, stronger, bigger. I moved up to the, the uh, depth chart and, you know, and, and by the time I was a, uh, you know, sophomore or so, then I was firmly implanted as Thurman's backup. And so I, I left a good impression on some folks if they, were, if they were saying that about me. So Yeah, Todd, you got your question for Barry Sanders? I do. Who was the biggest trash talker because you were so elusive, someone that really – would put a good stick on you and had something to say or mumbling it as you uh, go by or went back to the huddle where you're like, uh, wow, this guy's got a little too much to say. Um, the guy who's a big trash talker, I mean, there's a lot of guys, but like Charles Haley, you know, you just knew he was just like crazy, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he's a guy that, you know, just just nonstop talking and threatening you and all kinds of stuff. And, and obviously the guy has four or five Super Bowl rings. But Wait, but, would, uh, how would he threaten you? Like he was going to kill you? You know, I mean, something like that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that. Okay. I mean, so, okay. yeah, so I, I would say he, he was a big trash talker. Um, you know, there, there was a guy um, for Green Bay. He was a linebacker earlier in my career. And I, I can't remember his name, Jamie Harris or something like that. Um, he was another guy that just nonstop talking trash, um, you know, but but uh, Charles Hayes was definitely up there with, with the best of them. Seton, do you have a question for Barry before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, yeah, if you didn't go to Oklahoma State, where would you have gone? Um, if I didn't go to Oklahoma State, I would have gone to probably um, either Iowa State or Tulsa. Those those are my three options: Oklahoma State, Iowa, and Tulsa. Um, and Tulsa was probably um, as close to where I grew up in Kansas. Um, you know, they had a decent. I mean, they're decent now, but they had a, they had, they had a decent team back then. Um, you know, and I probably would have played earlier there. And so that was that was one of the that was one of the schools that that. Uh, the next school probably in line to Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm going to guess you probably would have played a little sooner than you did at Oklahoma State if you went to Tulsa. Think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, th I, th I think so. You would have been the greatest running back in Tulsa. I'd have to go back and look at their like roster and see who, who was there. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope the family's great. It's great to see you. Uh, Barry Sanders on it, uh, joining us on behalf of RocketMortgageSquares.com.
Thanks for stopping by. Dan, always great to see you, man. Great Thanks to for see having you. me. Thank you. Okay? Uh, if you're watching on Peacock, when we take a break, I'm going to ask Barry if he can put some moves on the Danettes. Let us know sort of how he did this a few years ago. Are you capable of doing this without pulling a groiner or something? Uh, do I get a chance to stretch Slow out motion. a little bit? Can I stretch a little bit? <laughs> you can. You can. All right. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All in-studio guests receive gift bags provided by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show, Link Soul Apparel, lifestyle brand for any occasion. We get to have dinner with them tonight. And uh, M-Drive, don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. You know, uh, Fritzy's done a great job so far this week. Who's on the show tomorrow, Todd? <laughs> tomorrow? I thought I was going to give you the poll update. I thought I was going to give my limerick, and you went to... With a third choice. Option three. But I will say Todd is not the best booker in the studio That's right true. now. That is very true. Because Scott, yeah. Scott Shapiro. <laughs> it wasn't until about, who until used about to 10 be, minutes ago. Scott Shapiro came in and yeah. Todd became the second best booker. We went to the bullpen and brought in the lefty, yeah. Scotty Shapiro. I thought maybe yeah, you needed I, I, a little I, bit of help. It kind of shrunk down in my seat as <laughs> yeah. I saw him walk up. Former Mike and Mike producer. That's right. Yeah, Scott That's Shapiro. morning drive stuff. Yeah, it is. That's big time best stuff Best booker there. in the biz. Yep. Right there. Anyway, uh, Wednesday. Anywho. <laughs> Mark Sanchez, Carson Palmer, and Al Michaels will be That'll among be the luminaries. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, the Wednesday edition of the Dan Patrick. All right, let me see who Scott Shapiro has for us. Scott, who do you have for us? John Elway, Joe Montana. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. All right, best booker in the business. Oh, you know what? Let's make let, – here's something Scott Shapiro can oh, do. Oh, boy. Limerick. Because okay. he's smart enough to not do that. Yeah, exactly. okay. Here we go. Todd, here Todd's we go. got a limerick. Here we go. What's the topic? It is uh, Bengals related. Okay. AFC champion Bengals related. Todd Fritz, limerick, Cincinnati Bengals. So many seasons of pure aggravation. Bungle fans of the Who Day Nation. Then along came Joe Burrow. Eyebrows start to unfurrow. One more W for total elation. That's what? Really? What's wrong with that? I've been getting a lot of C minuses. That that's one more W for total elation. Meaning, if they win the Super Bowl, Sunday. I know that was a courtesy. That's wow. a courtesy. What, did, what part of that was not? I, it felt clumsy. Did it, it, really? it wasn't crisp. Aggravation, nation, and elation, and burrow and unfurrow. Yeah, that's how the limerick goes. One, two, and five rhyme, and three and four rhymes. I know. A -A -B -A. I, I know what a limerick is. So I, I don't know what was. Clumsy I'm waiting about. to hear a good limerick. Is what I'm waiting for. You might be waiting a while. Yes, I will. All right. Uh, this day in sports history. Uh, I'll give you one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because we saw that picture of him yesterday. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1984 broke Wilt Chamberlain's record of 12,681 field goals. He scored 15,008 before retiring in 1989. Yeah. And uh, 
The first NFL draft was held in 1936, Dan. Do you know who was the first overall pick to the Eagles? Jay Burwanger. That's right, Jay Burwanger. The Wanger was the first overall pick, not actually his nickname. Yeah. Uh, we came up with Wangs and Beer because of him. That was his nickname. Oh, that's his legacy. Yeah, Jay Burwanger gave us Wangs and Beer. So it was Buffalo Wild Wangs. It was this close. <laughs> yeah. He actually went to the University of Chicago. Ten Cent Wang Night was the best back then. <laughs> Wang Night. Uh, any other? This day yeah, that's about it. Uh, Paul Brown agrees to coach an NFL team in Cleveland, an expansion team that would later be named after their coach. That was 1945. Yes, Paul. Imagine if his last name wasn't <laughs> Brown and it was Burwanger or, you know what, some yeah. odd name. Yeah. Because that's a little cocky to name your team after yourself. And Cleveland Pavlichenkos, you know, it just, it's going to be, know. yeah, it'd be kind of weird. But they also, you know, the, the owner who should do it is Jerry Jones, just the Dallas Joneses, like, if he had the expansion team, he probably would have. You know, think about it. Dallas Joneses. I think that's a good name. Jones and for a Super Bowl. Jones and for a yeah, a little <laughs> playoff run. It would be nice there. Anything else here? Spud Webb won the slam dunk contest in 1986. Oh man, I loved that. Five foot seven. That was the best. Yeah. But don't you think they gave him like they they kind of tilted in his uh, direction because he was five seven? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But so if you're seven feet, then you don't get any credit. Him and Dominique. Well, Dominique. Man, they were the best. I know. But Dominique didn't win the slam dunk contest. He lost to Michael. He lost every time? Or did he win? I think he won one when Michael wasn't there when he had the foot injury. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure because I think 84, Michael had the foot injury. That's when he had the broken foot? Yeah, and I think... He came in second in the dunk contest then with a broken (laughs) foot. So he had three broken feet. That's what I remember about Michael. (laughs) Uh, So we got... uh, Guest list. We got that tomorrow. I have the poll That's update. Up. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Fun one poll I came up with. Who would you most want Ooh. to hit the town with? 36% Motley Crue, late 80s LA. 29% Other. 23% Michael Irvin in the early 90s. Yeah, I mean, Dallas. you can't put Other. We don't know who Other is. It could be anybody else. These three are so big. Other is. I, you know, what did I give you? I gave you Motley Crue. Michael Irvin. Johnny Manziel. And Johnny Manziel in the 2011 College Station days, only 12%. And I gave you Led Zeppelin. Ooh, did not see Led Zeppelin, did not I, make the cut there. I think the playmakers being underrepresented in oh, this poll. Oh, yeah. This is insulting. I, he's my number one. He's Absolutely. the number one seed. I'm going out with he, him every single time. Mm, I think you go out once and that would be enough. <laughs> uh, what did you learn on today's program, Todd? That it was very good to see Barry from Engineering Sanders in studio today. <laughs> How nice is that to stop? Are you busy with the wires back Didn't there? Barry look like he could just be working in totally, the back? Yeah. Totally. Uh, Seaton, what did you learn? I learned about the importance of shoulder in uh, TV promo items. Rich Eisen's <laughs> got to get over that. That if his shoulder is not in front of somebody in front of him, then he's being pushed in the back You're row. You're being slighted, clearly. Paulie, what'd you learn? Michael Irvin owns the building, as always. What we learned brought to you by Panini America, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats. The only place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the DP show. For instance, classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Thank you for your support, all the great folks here, LABC. Thank you. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, wait, there's one more item as we close out this Tuesday show. The hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards. The exclusive trading card partner of the National Football League, 
Panini America uses iconic brands. They have Contenders, Prism, Donruss, National Treasures, delivering instant classic trading cards, the most popular players, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, so many more. Autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. You know what? There's something for everyone in Panini America packs. It's more than just the NFL as well. Collect all of this season's top NFL rookies, Jamar Chase, Trey Lance, Micah Parsons. This week, check out Rams players like Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald, along with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Celebrate all the best players and their key performances with Panini Instant. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show.